Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller. And I'm Just Mark. And Just Mark Mark. and I are here today for part two of Can a Christian Lose Their Salvation, where uh, we left you guys on a cliffhanger last week. Hopefully they're back. And this week we will finish this subject. So uh, Mark, Timothy, Timothy, Mark Hyde, are you ready to go? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I ain't no hot tamale, Mark. I'm just Mark. <laughs> He's like, I'm just Mark. I ain't getting canceled this week. No, <laughs> this week we're sir. We're on the straight and narrow this no, week. No, we are not. Okay, we're not. We we are unhinged. We we are because we can do whatever we want until our wives listen. We, and then we get in trouble. Are we reckless? <laughs> <laughs> Bring that one out of the Facebook group chat. Neither one of us have given our opinions on that no. as of date of recording, no, because which I wa- is. The whole purpose of the group August is 19. for others to join in and have the conversations, right? Yeah, it's true. And we just kind of moderate to make sure that nothing's missed or things don't go too far. I do have to say I'm very happy that we haven't had to make rules yet to be like, all right, guys, like here's the actual rules of yeah, the group because right. y'all being dumb. Like we haven't yeah. had to do that yet, thankfully. No, thank goodness. But I do have to say this real quick. I So I know there'd be some of you that are like... I normally don't talk in groups. I'm normally just, I'm, uh, you know, what, what is it? Uh, I'm the long, shy one. Long-time listener, first-time caller type peoples. <laughs> Start calling people, like leave messages in the in, in the Facebook group, comment on other people's stuff, because we say it's an RTC fam. It's our online community. Yes. It's, right now, let's, let's be honest, I share a lot of fun me- fun memes. Did you like my welcome today? Did you see the I welcome? Read it. I I saw that you did it, but I haven't read you it yet. You didn't read it? Come on, bro. You got to get into it. Well, I because saw that hilarious. you did it, but I was like on it's my hilarious. way, and I pulled it up while I was driving, I figured that was probably not safe for it's me hilarious. to do. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ah, there's always room for family with the Vin Diesel. Hey, yo. This is family. There's always room for family. That's not even close to That's how That's not Vin even Diesel's close. Like. That's really bad. I will say it's been really cool to, you know, get to know some of these guys and they're, you yeah. guys are actually introducing yourself. Um, I made the comment, I made the joke about like, you know, Moen, Moen the podcast, like we're the Moen podcast. So for Justin, Moen. he's Moen. like, came across the podcast one day while mowing grass and now it is my grass mowing podcast. I have to say that is like top tier honors, bro. If you're someone's mowing podcast, yeah, because usually that I is do like, like a goal in my, life. My mowing podcasts are like RC Sproul, is that is John that Piper, and Focus on the Family. Those are my like all these top old people, three. all these old dudes, bro. So you, you hang out with them. You a boomer? We call them church fathers, but you know, you call them whoever you want, bro. Bro, Augustine and Clement. Hey, and John Christendom. Tell me your theology has not been somewhat molded by some of these guys in the yeah, past 30 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true, that's true. That's true. No. All, all I got to do is say NT right to you, and you're like, oh, Let's yeah, go. okay. I, 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 I do, and I don't agree with all of them, but I do no. enjoy them. But I will say, mowing, like to be someone's mowing podcast, that's baller. So thanks for that. You know who else? Uh, I, we're, I'm a big unbelievable we're Justin Briley for my mowing. I want to give, give a shout out. Well, I do that too, but typically that's my long drive. That's who I listen to. Ah, uh, yep. So. Uh, that's my driving podcast, which is also a high honor. Uh, Thanks, Sabrina. You know who else uh, is one uh, is the where the mowing podcast for? Matt Grimm and Getty Music Festival. That's right, Matthew. Good morning to you, <laughs> or get, good afternoon. Get us on the stage, bro. He wanted, He got us on the stage. Get us on the stage again. If you guys weren't at Engetti, it was awesome. First of all, it was a great time. You know, I do got to say something about Engetti though. Can, can I get something off my chest? Go for it. So the whole band for Jordan Felice was out chilling off to the side. Yeah, Jordan Felice did not exit his trailer until the music was, was already time started. To and go. he walked straight up on stage. And I'm like, bro, homeboy didn't even get to even have a chance to receive a hug from the Fuller. I mean, he you, didn't even have an you opportunity. You have not experienced a hug no. unless you've had a hug from Fuller. He, he did not. I'm going to make a t-shirt that's like a Fuller hug and it's going to be like a bear that could actually look very inappropriate if you're not careful. <laughs> Probably, so I would, yeah. I'd be very careful. But but either way, but but bro, so what's up with that? We want we could have had some opportunities to meet some people and have a good yeah. little time. So next and year, we did. 20, we met some really good. Twenty twenty three. Yes, sir. Start planning your vacation, people, to the middle of nowhere, Michigan. Because yeah, but it's somewhere because we're there, and <sighs> you'd come hang out with us in the tent. Yep. And you know we did we took the recording stuff, and we still got to do the intro for that. Oh, which. <laughs> Time of recording, we're saying that, and I'm probably going to make Mark do it tonight, so therefore, you've already heard it. Yeah, probably. probably. 
But uh, our bad. Man, this coffee's still. There was bad. only one couple that came up and recorded with us. Everybody else, so I kept, uh, hey, you want to come record with us? No, 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 no. They're scared to death of the microphone. So I think next year we're just going to have the tent and hang out. I think that's it. So come on down and come hang out with us. I think we need to set up like a ladder with crowder type situation hey, look, where it's like prove us wrong type gl- thing. Glowbox just subscribed to our channel. Thanks, Glowbox. You the man. Or are woman. you glowing for Jesus? <laughs> you shining your light bright? Like a, this like a little LED. light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Take a coffee shop. This little light of mine. <laughs> All right. We're at five minutes. We're not just kidding. Wow. Just, we're just I'm going just big. Well, anyway, so at, at the end of the day. Oh, shoot. Ah. That one was on accident. <laughs> to land the plane. <laughs> My bad. So, but either way, we've been having a whole lot of fun over there in Facebook land. So yeah. make sure you interact with other people in Facebook because it ain't a group if you ain't being participating. Okay. Here you go. My little thing that if, if, I, you, seriously, if you asked. I thought you were going to say my little pony. The way you're like, my, my little, little pony, <laughs> my little pony. Take, take another espresso uh, shot. My little okay. pony. Anyways. I have six girls, okay? Anyways. So, but I've always told my students in the student ministry, and they'll, they'll tell you what it is. What's the one rule for SM? The answer Bro, is don't you, make small groups suck. Bro, you can't say my students anymore because your students yeah, are got, like adults. They, they're now getting and married, married and got so kids you, already. You ain't man. got no students no more. Your students are your, your seven kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But so my former students, yeah, how about there that? You if you go, ask them, you what go. was my one rule? It was don't make small groups suck. That was the rule. So don't make Facebook groups suck, people. Engage. That's, what, that's what does it. that even mean? Don't make it suck. Because people have come, oh, my small groups, like teenagers, like, oh, my small group sucks. And it's not fun. I'm like, well, why, why does it suck? Are you making it suck? Because if you would just engage, it wouldn't suck. So it all goes back to you. You get out what you put in. But you could overly engage and then make it suck. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. See? So don't, yeah, don't. There's a fine line. Don't don't suck too hard. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> You're muted. That was bad. You're muted. It's not nope. what I meant. <laughs> nope. We are a family-friendly show, my dude. That is not what I meant, but we know where wow. your mind's at and probably everybody else's. That's very Anyways, awkward. Let's move on. <laughs> but anyway, Justin, thanks for making us your mowing podcast. Mowing. I wonder if we're Jim's mowing podcast. Jim, are we your mowing podcast? Jim O? Yeah. I don't know. He's the guy that sent us the coffee from Hawaii. I hit it so well that I forgot I had it, and Beth just pulled it out the other day, and so I've been drinking my Hawaiian coffee still. It's so good. All right, so and my coffee from Peru. Let's jump into the party five, and I pulled up a category here called four. Four. Uh, if you could only eat at four restaurants for the rest of your life, oh. which four would you pick? Oh, wow. this is a hard one. Oh man. Okay. Um, I'll count for you. You just name them. Chick Fil A. Uh, You're not going to pick Chick-fil-A after posting what you posted in the group? But that limits my options for Sunday. Okay. Fun fact. <laughs> While you're thinking, I'll, I'll cover for you so okay. there's not a bunch of downtime. I, I think so, I got him. I think so I got Mark him. posted a, uh, a meme the uh, the other day in our Facebook uh-huh. group. It was and, fantastic. And it had a picture of the Chick-fil-A sauce, and it said, coincidence. And ingredients. It, and the ingredients of the, of the Chick-fil-A sauce it is mustard seed is in there. It's like coincidence. You don't get it because faith of a mustard seed. Coincidence. It's a right, Christian so organization. My first, my first, my first thought was like, okay, my first two thoughts. So I'll just stick with the first two that popped in my head. First one was Chipotle. Chipotle is live. Chipotle is live. <laughs> and then Chick Fil A. That was the second one, obviously. Uh, third one I would say is Cheddar's. Because I enjoy, dude, it is cheap and it is good. And the fourth one is Hacienda. Hacienda, dang it, it. dude, come on. Why did you steal it? I knew you were going to say it, dude. Hacienda. You guys post about it all the time. Fantastic. Actually, I thought in there you were going to say, look, one of my favorite restaurants is my house because of Beth's meatloaf. I thought about it, See, but, you but here's not. the deal. But why would I waste an out like a restaurant whoa, opportunity whoa, when on I Beth's can just have it? Because it's not. A, I don't have a restaurant on Beth's meatloaf. It's home, but it's just home on Beth's meatloaf. You're I mean, gonna waste your girl, time. If homegirl starts making money off Beth, that, then we can call it a restaurant. Beth, we have a lot of work to do on here still. I love her food. <laughs> it's fantastic. But no, but oh, I put two like I put a Chipotle and a Hacienda in there. They're like the exact same thing. So, um, yeah. Fine, how about this? I'll scratch yeah, Chipotle, but, and I'll put uh, an Irish pub in there. Any Irish pub, like Fiddler's or O'Rourke's. Ooh, Kate O'Connor's. I was just there last night. Where? Kate O'Connor's in New Carlisle. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, dude, it's it's only like a, it's like 15 minutes it's from your house. Eight, yeah, New Carlisle is eight miles. Yeah, it's I'm fi- closer to New Carlisle than I am to your house. Yes, so uh, I had what was called uh, I love Irish pubs, chips man. and curry last night. Chips and curry? Yes. Why would you have curry at an Irish pub? Ch- it's because it was whatever they had on It was some some Irish thing that they had chips and curry. I don't know. It goes, I said, oh, chips I like and curry. I, 
I know what sure. I know what chips and curry. I know what chips are. I know what curry is, but chips and curry, I would have never thought to put the two together. And so they give you this big old basket of what we call in the states French fries. French fries. Now, were they like Hoosier fries, like steak fries, or were they like thin cut shoelace? They were like uh, a crinkle. Squiggly they, were, they were crinkle fries. Ooh, which I like crinkle fries. That's not really Irish though. That's it's more not. like that's American pub. It is, but. Uh, and then they bought, brought me out like a big old like soup container of like just curry. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I thought this was going to be something a little bit more Irishy, but okay. Well, you know, it's green, I guess. <laughs> so you know, hey, there you go. If it's green or kid, orange, if it's green or orange, you're good. Fat kid's going to try everything. So, so what did fat kid decide? It tastes like just like runny cumin. <laughs> That's what it tasted <laughs> like. Like over, like curry has cumin in it. Okay. It was like over cumin. I love, I love, uh, I always call it cumin, not cumin. I always call it cumin. I call it Whatever. Cumin too, yeah. But I love it. I love cumin so but, much. Uh, chili powder. Oh, I put chili powder on so anything. So, you know, on, on, Paprika, the, on oh. the fat kid's scale, I'd probably put it at like uh, out of a one to 10, probably like a three. So, why the, did you just recommend it to me? No, Kate O'Connor's is delicious, just oh, not the just chips not and the curry. Chips and curry, okay. So I had their buffalo wrap, which again is oh, not very Irish. But the, buffalo, a good buffalo, like oh, I didn't put a wings place in there, but Dang it was, it. but it was pretty good. Okay, so, so wings, etc. Have you ever had wings, etc.'s buffalo chicken wrap, dude? Why would you go to but why would you go dude, to wings to get a wrap? I know, dude, but who are you talking to? I'm a fat kid. I've tried everything at wings, but it is so <laughs> it good. is delicious. Wings, etc. Is what's up, but. I, wings etc. is local. I wouldn't add it to the cut. Wings etc. So if just you don't a, know what wings etc. It's like Buffalo Wild it, Wings. It's like Buffalo Wild Wings, but on, on steroids. Yes. <laughs> dude, they're so, loaded tater tots. Oh, dude. Get in my belly. But they're the, like the sauce. Janelle does not. She would rather choose Buffalo Wild Wings over wings etc. Oh, Beth and I just had this and conversation too. I don't get it because like it's just not the same. Like uh, dry me, rub. You cannot beat wings etc.'s dry rub. The dry rubs are phenomenal. Those, However, they're medium sauce. So here's what I get from from because wings etc is one of my four right mm -hmm. so I get the oh you put that in one of your four one of my four side note I'm moving right across the street from it side note I'm right down the road from it because we're only gonna be we're three about and a half to be months. neighbors so, anyways but uh so uh I get the medium sauce which is like that's a good one like Frank I think they use Frank's and a ton of butter that's how they make their really? medium sauce that's all of this that's a yummy one and then I get their TNT which is like a spicy Ooh, peppery yeah no and I dip it in that and then dip it in blue cheese and it's like explosion flavor town in your mouth bro there's one if you're if you're a grand rapids local hit me up in the facebook group because wing doozy yeah it's probably the, one of the best wing shops i've ever been to wing doozy or you know what it's, it's another comparable place for you people in the south is it's uh it's like a upscale zaxby's i thought you were gonna say hooters i'm like that is not no. the same buddy no i wasn't gonna say Wait, that even zaxby's before. zaxby's is like kfc no they're not no they're, they're, they do like sauced wings have you really? ever have you ever eaten at a zaxby's so, uh, once when I once when I went to visit that, Beth before I dragged her up when north. I was when I was we at Pensacola for Sunday lunch I was gonna say when I was at Pensacola that was our Sunday after church we'd go out the boys would go out and have Zaxby's the boys the with boys. an I B O I S the, the boys. boys so I, my four restaurants would probably be uh, wings etc number one which is fair that's a fair one that's a good one so number two would probably be uh, can we pick restaurants that no longer exist. Okay, there's this place. There's a sushi place here in uh, off Matubas. of McKinley called Matubas. Yeah, yes. we bring Matubas up quite a bit. Have you so, been to that one over by Best Buy and Wings, etc.? Sushi Garden. Yeah, is that any good? It's okay. Okay, I don't do it's sushi, a, but I'm more right. thinking for best. So I think well, we ta we've talked about sushi a lot. The associates and us are going out on a double lunch date next weekend, and I think hey, that's, that's where we're going. I think we're going. I can't remember. Does Brando even listen to us anymore? I don't know. I haven't asked him. Let me so, know, Brandon, if you listen to this episode, I'll Venmo you five bucks. So the other one is Haniori's. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot Flat Top, too. Ooh. Ooh. Now you're... Oh, Even though Who Hot. So, if you're if like Wisconsin, Who Hot is better. I got to get a burger in there, though, at some point. So I get a, that's, why I put, I would, that's why I put the Irish I, Pub, because you would, can still get that burger probably, with the Guinness. Oh, I would oh, probably I say, probably said that. I'd probably say so five good. guys. Really? Five guys, burgers, and fries, Out of man. all the burger joints, I mean, thank goodness you didn't say steak and shake, but out of or, all the burger you know, joints, you say five guys? Either, it's either five guys or Red Robin. Because the, the, I love Red Robin, and Beth and I have yet to go the, on our list for forever. The Royal Red Robin. Have you ever had the So I like eggs. It's, so it's a oh, fried no, I don't, egg. I don't, I don't oh, do like farmhouse on the burger. burgers. I don't do farmhouse burgers. Dude. I normally do like cowboy style. Dude. Like deep fried, like onion rings or, have you, or onions and Have you had and, the, the farmhouse style burger? I don't like eggs on my burger. Have you ever tried it? Yes. When? It's just weird. I just don't believe you. Like, like it's it's weird. Like I it's want chicken and beef at the same time, bro. <laughs> just throw some bacon on that mug and you got the whole freaking Midwest and a burger. 
Yeah, that's exactly what that's you do. Exactly it's called breakfast it on a burger. <laughs> no, but so when I do eggs, I want it in like a like a uh, a mean breakfast burrito. Like that's when I want. So eggs. you like scrambled eggs? You don't like the dippy? I hate dippy. Oh, I love dippy. Hate dippy. And for those of you nope. who don't know, it's a fried egg is what we call dippy. Yeah, I don't like over dippy. easy for over some e- other people. Not fried, not fried egg, but over easy. No, they call it fried egg in some places. Oh, see, too. I tell them yeah. if I want a fried egg, I say I want over hard. I want over hard or scrambled. Those are the only two options. Yeah, see, that's nasty. If it's got a little bit of run, she's that's a runner. It. She's a track star. She's going back on that skillet because <laughs> I don't want her any runny. No runny eggs. You don't get that reference? She's a runner. She's a track star. There's something wrong with him. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, I, I would have to have a burger joint. It would probably be either Five Guys or Red Robin. And Red Robin, their garlic fries have gone downhill. So they do, really? they do the steak fries. Remember, I, haven't been, I haven't been a Red Robin probably in about three years. Okay. So it's been in the three years they changed the, the garlic fry recipe, and it's not the same. Why it got to be like that? It's not the same Could as it used to be. Could take someone take a spreadsheet and figure out how many episodes we talk about food? A lot. Continue. But uh, Continue. so Red Robin, I don't, I don't even know. Is Red Robin even like nationwide? Yeah. Okay. So Red Robin. <laughs> you almost heard this thing in the nationwide. Yeah, I did. Nationwide it's is on your side. side. Uh <laughs> Espresso shot. <laughs> Anyways, so the best part about it, right, is when I was when I was broke all the time, like all the time, single broke. Uh, you go there, broke. you order the fries because it's unlimited fries and root beer float, which is un- unlimited also. Wow! And you just sat there and feasted on some nastiness. This you, is why you I'm knew fat. how to do it. Yeah, well, you you knew how to feed yourself. See, that's why we did hacienda in high school because you get unlimited yes. chips and salsa, so and you then you get like a dessert. You go and buy, with tip, no. you would split it. This hurts. No, 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 no. You'd go for only dessert. No. And then the You the go chips and, and you buy the kids' meal and then you have the chips and salsa. Cause then it's like three ninety nine. That's all it is. It's fan flipping tastic. Beth and I share meals now because they're like we eat so much chips and salsa. Oh, I don't. I do the taste of Hacienda and I smash that whole mug. <laughs> <laughs> I smashed that and like you, you, two, bas- you got my two lingo. baskets. Of chi- yeah, <laughs> two baskets of chips and and the taste of hot. So how about this? If you're at your computer or your phone, put it into the Facebook group. What your top four restaurants would be? Ooh. That'd be a lot of fun. Put and your if you're top not, four restaurants. If you're, you're not on the Facebook group, go ahead. Get your butt over head there. Head over to the Real Talk Christian Podcast page. All go the to the cool groups kids are doing it and hit join. There's a couple of questions there to get in, but they're not hard. Anybody that I can that pretty I much could read could like the answer cool these questions. Kids. Be a cool kid. Get in the Facebook group. I'm a big kid now. All right. Well, we got another review to read. This one is from Mandrill08. Back in May again. The title is a real blessing. It says, these guys are a great way. Great way. These guys are a great way to walk today. (laughs) I love listening to these guys. They talk about a lot of real problems that many Christians struggle with every day and give their opinions and advice based on scripture and their experience, which we're hoping to do today. But Mandrill08 Hit us up, Real Talkers Podcast at gmail.com, Real Talkers Podcast.com, Real Talkers Podcast on Instagram, Real Talkers Podcast on Facebook. You get the idea. And just have reach, a just, great day. <laughs> and, and just, dude, freaking carrier pigeon. However, you got to get to us, let us know so right. we can get a mini swag bag in the mail to you. And All guess what, right. Fuller? What? We just restocked on Bibles, too. We did. We got a lot more. Those Bibles over we got there. a lot of Bibles to give away. So if you need a Bible, hit us. Not just if you're like, hey, I want another fun Bible. If you need, if you need a Bible. like We want to get, we want to hook you up. The term there is need, okay? Need a Bible. And, and here's the deal. We're not going to quiz you. Or, if no. You say, hey, if I, hey, I would love to have a Bible. This is the honor system. One? It's the honor system, right? If you go, I, I need a Bible, we're going we're gonna to send you a Bible. But just remember... That if you don't need a Bible and you're asking for a Bible, you're taking a Bible away from somebody who might need that Bible. So just remember that. It's honor system. I we're should never going to. Qu- I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. We're never going to. Qu- we're never going to question you. So. But I should say, um, and at Hebrews the end of the day, says, uh, for if we deliberately go on sinning and receive the knowledge of hey, truth, there no wait, longer wait, remains sh- a sacrifice stop, for your sin. Stop. You're getting into the episode. We're not ready there. I'm trying to guilt them. Don't guilt them yet. I love you. I love you, people. Wow. All right, that was a fun little segue. But, dude, so, we, wow, we're almost at 20 minutes. Hey, see, oh, d- espresso shot. But I'm going to say, Joe, I told you, sometimes we always go 20 minutes. It just be like that, bro. But, oh, Sorry. side note, tomorrow's your birthday, so happy birthday to my brother-in-law, happy birthday, Joe. Joe. Even though it's, like, months later, happy birthday. I'll text you tomorrow, too, buddy. But happy birthday to you. Bur- birth. Happy birthday to you. Birth. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. All right, so last week, we ended on the cliffhanger of Ooh. all cliffhangers. Maybe out of all time. 
because the time no. when Ducky got shot in NCIS and then they ended the season, that was a painful okay. cliffhanger. In podcast so maybe it history. Wasn't. Oh, in podcast history? Oh, yeah, you can't touch this. This is a yeah, good old this was, this was a cliffhanger. Maybe the maybe the two-part denominations conversation because mm. it gets good. It got good in part two. It did get good, but the cliffhanger in part one wasn't as cliffhanger-ish as the one here. Yeah, because I asked the question. We were talking about can you lose your salvation? And when we went all, we started back about what is salvation and, and how salvation works and how God you know, what calls and elects and this, that, and the other type of different, you know, philosophical, philosophical frameworks, theological frameworks and biblical pastors that go along with that. That was a mouthful. But I asked the question of, okay, so Jesus never loses those who are his own. And he says that he says, I have, you know, no one can pluck them out of my hand. You know, my sheep know me, they know my voice and I know them. And I have not lost any one that the father has given to me. Then so the, who is his sheep? And that's the question. Mark. So how do you know if you are one of Jesus's sheep? Yeah, Mark, how do you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to answer that question? <laughs> no, I'm going to let you answer All that. right. So I think it goes back to what salvation is. And so I think we got to go back to just ask the question, ask the ask. question of what is salvation and what does it mean to be saved and what are you saved from? Now, I do want to say we have had a lot of episodes about this conversation about salvation and and this, that, and the other. In case you want it. In, in Ephesians 2? Yeah, isn't that what you said you wanted? I mean, I did, but oh, okay. I wasn't getting there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just pulling it I up a, for I you. I got a coffee burp because this stuff. We're, oh, by the way, I'm still drinking this stuff from Costco. He drank his before the episode even started. Yeah, and we so, talking, so. Oops. So I'm drinking a uh, great value lemonade. Wow, we just stopped earlier conversation because I had a weird coffee burp. Flavor. Yeah, but see, that's why I just kept on going. There you go. Kind of looks right. like a bottle of urine. So with it, the question is, how does salvation actually work and what is it? So we first have to start with the fact of God made a perfect earth. Right. And then sin screwed all that up. Well, and then because of the sin, well, Adam's Adam's sin, Adam and Eve's sin, because, you know, the world, the broken is death, death came through sin. Death, sin entered the world by one man. Right. Which results in death. Right. And, and, by, through, and through man, death was overcome. Well, through one man. Yeah. 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 So um, I don't have the verse right in front of me. Um, but, you know, the idea is the fact of it was God made a perfect earth. And then, you know, because of this, our sin, it separates us from God. And it actually causes all the brokenness that we see in the world, both between people and in just creation itself. And so how, what's the answer to the brokenness in, that we find in the world? And the answer is Jesus. So what do we do with Jesus means... Uh, not, not means, but what we do with Jesus is the answer to the question of salvation. Because if we're supposed to get back in right favor with God, we have to understand of God's plan to redeem mankind. And in the Bible, we see that the plan for redemption was the fact that Jesus, we see this in Philippians 2, where Jesus humbled himself to the point of death of the cross, so that way through his sacrifice, and this is a different passage, you know, all might be made alive in him. And so with salvation, what it comes down to is the fact of God made the way of salvation. He provided the way to be saved. However, the only way you can be saved is by following after Jesus. Now, um, there's that verse in Ephesians chapter two. Oh, I need your face because I, I don't I don't have your pass lock. There you go. Face. Because I only have a few verses, not the whole thing. So when we read in Ephesians chapter two, Ephesians chapter number two, that's what those old pastors say. Chapter number two. It says <laughs> chapter. <laughs> And you were dead in your trespasses and sin, in which you previously walked according to the ways of the world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. We too all previously among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thought, and we were by nature children under wrath, as the others also. But God, and this is this is where the whole idea of salvation comes in. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ. Even though we were dead in trespasses, you were saved by grace. He also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens with Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages, he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For, here you go, for you are saved by grace through faith, and we can talk about that a little bit. That's that's part of the two of the five solas, by grace sure. through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. And then I love this next passage. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of us, or which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. So when it comes to what salvation actually is, the fact that we were dead in our trespasses and sin, and God made a way 
through Jesus for us to be restored back into proper fellowship with him. But then the question becomes, okay, so to have salvation, is it simply just just believe? Because you know, even in Acts, in Acts 16, the Philippian jailer says, what must I do to be saved? And what does, what does uh, Paul say? He says, believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Right. And then, or Peter, uh, what, 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 a day of Pentecost, what, what, what must we do to be saved is believe and be baptized. So is it just simply just, for lack of a better word, just believe in Jesus and say, yep, I put my faith and trust in him. I'm not going to go to hell when I die now. Or is it a lot more to it than that? Yes, both in and. Right, because <laughs> salvation, we read here in Ephesians 2, where the fact of it's God's gift right. so that no one can boast in what they did. However, if we, you start, can't earn a gift. if we start doing other things to then prove our way that, hey, God, no, 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 look, look, God, I'm proving to you that right. you can trust me, and I'm proving to you that you should give me salvation. That means you're working to do it. And so if you can't work to get your salvation, then the question becomes, is, okay, so what do you do since you're saved? And if you could never earn it and you don't deserve it, couldn't you lose it? So let's go back to uh, what we talk about most here on this podcast, and that is justification and sanctification, right? Ooh, break so, it down. So in Acts— Don't forget glorification. Well, I like glorification. We're glorified. That's at the end. That's when you yeah, did. That's that, when you did. But we're glorified already before the presence of God. Right? Not yet. Well, we are. Glorification when you die. Roman. No, you stand justified. Right, but through justification. Through whom he, we've also glorified. Right. Oh, Dang it. <laughs> you catching on there, buddy. Dang it. Romans. You got me. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Man, so, Paul got me again. <laughs> Dang it, Paul. <laughs> that, that Paul got so, me So justification and sanctification, we see this in Peter's sermon at the day of Pentecost, right? Mm-hmm. Believe, justification. Right, God does the justifying. God does the saving. Mm -hmm. We can't earn it. It's not of works. It's a gift. And be baptized, right? The sanctification process, the first process in obedience to live for God, right? Mm -hmm. So nowhere does it say what? Jesus, come come live in my heart. <laughs> yeah, J.D. Greer wrote a fantastic book that's titled Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart. Yeah. Because that's so, not what the Bible says. But, not, but, but, but so how do we handle it? The fact that Jesus says, you know, uh, pick up, like he says, follow me. Jesus right. always commands, follow me. So at what point is following faith or is it just allegiance to him or is it you're following him because you were, and this is where it kind of gets confusing because if we're told to follow after Jesus and we're called to die to ourselves, right? and well, so there's a lot of work on us, but then Jesus says, hey, there ain't nothing you could do. Well, here's the thing, right? So, it's a hard so, so believing that he's the master, this is the way I like to put it, believing yep. that he's the master. So there's two masters, Scripture says, right? There's the master of which is God, and there's a master of this world, right? And a, and a servant can't to serve two masters. Nope. So without God, we are serving the master of destruction, of death. Some people go, well, it's Satan. Satan's master. Well, no, it's not necessarily that. Satan's just an instrument in that. Right, because even uh, but even in James 1, it says you're drawn away by the lust of your own flesh. Yeah, the, the, the death and sin is the master. But I will say, but is, Jesus did call, you know, the Pharisees of you follow after your father, the devil, because sure, he's the father sure. of lies. Yeah, sure. So he, sure. He's, he's the father, but he's not the master, right? Because that power only really belongs to God, and the, the second master is the absence of God. <laughs> Okay. That's really what it is, right? So the, there's the master God and the master absence of God. Okay. Because God is And we see that right? Jesus, uh, that Satan is the serpent. He's the sure. enemy. He's the deceiver. Because we can't say that, that Satan's a master when the it, other well, master that, but, created that master. But what about the prince of the power of the air? Right. But who created him? God did. So who's the master? God. <laughs> That's why there's the master and there's the absence of master. I got you. I got you that thought <laughs> process. So I like uh, that. So Which that could go into the hell conversation, too. Is hell a literal place or is it just the absence of God? And mm. hell is the last. That could be another fun episode later. But keep going. There's a lot of fun episodes out there. Yes, there is. Anyways, uh, man, I got to figure out where I was going with this. There's two, there's two, there's, there's <laughs> no, two masters. I, yeah, so there's two masters, and you got you to serve one or, and you don't serve. So when you choose to serve the master God, mm -hmm. right? When you believe, right, that's you're pledging your allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. Oh, uh, Ray Bolts. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, man, I know that one. <laughs> you should, if you grew up in the '90s. Uh, it was sung at every church service as special music. Not mine. I grew up Baptist. They didn't do special music. 
we did, but they had to be like you know written five hundred years ago and make you sound like you're going to a more of a funeral than a than a party. This is Amazing Grace. <laughs> Next week, this is Amazing Grace. No, it's more. It was more like. Uh, um, in the garden, I come to the garden alone while the yeah. dew is still on the roses and the voice. I haven't I sang that song since calling PCC. on my ear. Okay. That's enough. Anyways, <laughs> it's a beautiful song and he walks with, there's a fun version and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. Okay. This is not a singing podcast. No, so. as you can tell, I do not get paid to sing. So this guy does. No, I don't get paid to sing either. <laughs> um, wow. We are, we are, why all do over you the guys place. listen to us? I'm here for it, man. So keep going, keep going, bro. When you, when you, you make that pledge to that master, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can't just say, well, I'm your servant, but I'm going to do my own thing. Right. right? Okay. Because at that point, you're you're serving two masters again. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So when this is the, the justification, right, the master says, you can come and you can serve with me and I'll take care of you and I'll bring you into my house and I'll make you my own. Right. right. And you say, yes. Right. You accept the offer. That's the justification process. Mm-hmm. I got you, boo-boo. I got you. But you can't say, yes, I accept the offer of not just being a son, but also being a servant, right? It's tied in together. Uh-huh. We're an ambassador. Uh-huh. And so if you say yes to this, you have to live it out too, right? You can't say you're an ambassador or a child and then act like the child of the world or sin or whoever, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because then nobody can tell the difference. So part of that is when you serve the master as a servant, you have to do the servant's will too, right? If we look at the from a servant, if you're a son, you want to do the father's will. If you're an ambassador, you want to do the president's will. <laughs> so right. it, and, it and, and so that follow. makes sense. So with so this Christianity, is the, this is the sanctification yeah. process, right? Of which um, we said yes, that's justification. God saved us, and then now we are starting to. Here's where those James the works come in, right? Well, and even but but, but go back to Ephesians where it says you know. Right after it says, you know, it's not of yourself, it's God's gift, not of work so no man could boast, for you, uh, you are did, workmanship. For you as workmanship creating Christ Jesus to do the works by which, right. but to do the works that he has prepared for you to do mm-hmm. ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So even in Ephesians, like, no, we always stop with it. Oh, it's just a gift. It's just a free gift. Just take the free gift. And now I do think there's, and I think this is where some of the lack of assurance comes in, though, with the fact of, for so many years, at least in the tradition I come out of, it was easy, easy believism. Just walk the aisle, say you follow Jesus, get the hand in the air, sign the dotted line, just try to do a whole bunch of conversion, 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 and sure. not like disciples, we disciples. Had, we disciples had 72 shows. people saved last week. Yeah, but how come our church numbers have stayed the same for the last, like, 10 years, boss? Like, right. you know what I mean? So it's like, now, now granted, you know, um, where it talks about, you know, Paul planted apollos watered so i don't want to discredit anything like like you know like the the billy graham crusades no dude was an evangelist he was not a pastor but there's he was a, not a shepherd there there is a, a thing Different that gifts, we the spiritual well, gifts you know but there's a thing we do lack right and that's making sure people understand what sin is number one mm-hmm. this is the purpose of the law right to, yep. to realize what sin is and how we can never attain salvation through works uh-huh purpose of the law Number two is what does it mean to serve Christ, right? What does it mean to after you've accepted that he's died on the cross for your sins and that you've believed that he is Lord of all? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be the ambassador, right? Okay. What does it mean to be the servant? What does it mean to be the son? And Christ himself shows us what it means, right? Mm-hmm. The son of God shows us what it means to be a son. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be what? Little Christ. Little Jesus. Right? Yep. What did Jesus do? Jesus served. He loved. He loved. He cared for. These are the, He did works, right? There were works. There were things that it wasn't just. It just logically makes sense for him to do in the right. same way where as a Christian. I mean, because that's who he know, was. Fruit, well, like, it was who he was, right? right? This is who he was. He served the father's will. And we being grafted into the vine should do also as he has done. Right. And that's what he says. Do as I do. <laughs> so, so for someone who's listening right now and it's like, okay, so I'm a follower of Jesus. Our lives should look different in how yes. we interact with other people, with how yes. we interact with God's creation, with how we interact with shoot, even just like how we interact. And I don't want to say interact with ourselves, but more the fact of 
knowing the fact of our bodies are a temple, so we can't just be doing whatever the heck we want to do with them. Right. And I'm not saying live different just for different sake, but the calling of a Christian is a call to come and die. Right. You know, and and that's what I was thinking about, like, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer when it comes to easy believism or cheap grace versus costly grace, the fact of, you know, it cost Jesus his life to pay the penalty for our sin and to bring us back into, you know, good standing and reconciliation with the Father. But it was worth it to him. Right? 100%. But at the same time for us, you know, the idea of like cheap grace versus costly grace is the fact of if we just have easy believism and just like, oh, you know, I... I went to church and I know that this is Jesus and I was baptized, but then Saturday, but that's it. Saturday night I'm at the strip club and Sunday I'm in the pew. Well, not even that. I, I feel like that's such an uh, exaggerated illustration that, that pastors like to do back in the sure. day, but I'm more so thinking of like but the, the every true. day with how, how, how someone raises their kids with how someone sure. reacts to situations. Like sure. I see people on Facebook who are always griping, complaining this, 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 and this, and this, and this, or they, they live this certain way, or they act a certain way, they talk this certain way, or they respond to situations a certain way. And it's not a, out of humility and, and growth. It's more of like, okay, so how does Jesus change the your response in this now. Sure. Well, I can you tell know? you from personal experience, right? That them old time pastors, what they said were semi true because I would That's be not wrong because I'd be at church on a Sunday and the night before I'd be getting high and drunk. Right now. Tell me was I saved? I don't believe so. I mean, I, I don't think so. I mean, you need to be in church. That's like, that's the place you probably should be. No. Well, no, because what is the church? We go back to, I know we don't agree on this, but the church is for the believers, right? The edification of the saints. That's what the church gathering is for. There should have been people out there doing, being the hands and feet of Jesus, making disciples, trying to make a disciple of me. That's, it's the going out, not the coming in. All right. Anyways, so so let's, let's get back to this conversation. The fact of what is salvation and how can you be saved? If someone asks you that question, and they said, all right, Fuller, so what does it mean to be a Christian? What would you tell them? Believe and be baptized. Okay. And so then <laughs> out of that, how can someone be assured that they will be a Christian till the day they're till they die? Are there ah. any promises in scripture that say here is you can have assurance and rest in the fact of knowing that you are a believer and not having to sit in the straddle of like, well, sure. I hope I go to heaven when I die, or or if I hope I can make it till the end. How can, can we have assurance as Christians? Of their salvation? Yeah. Sure, because you wrote the two scriptures down. That's I know. Somewhere. I teed you up to, to knock it out of the park, homie. Yeah, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due. You already put them in there. You should be the one to read them. Uh, but I'll read them. First John you. 5, 11 through 13. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son. The one who has the son has life. The one who does not have the son of God does not have life. I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. No, I do want to say that's what the whole book of 1 John was written about. Yeah, right. So if yeah. you're struggling with assurance of salvation, 1 John, First John, that's why it's one of my favorite books, 1 John and James. Philippians is really good about it too. Mm, yep. So again, Philippians 1, 3 through 7, I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you. I uh, Always praying with joy for all of you in my every prayer. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry out, carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Indeed, it is right for me to think this way about all of you because I have you in my heart and you are all partners with me in grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. Funny, fun fact there, defense, that is the word apologia. If if you were studying apologetics right there, defense right there, and the defense and confirmation of yep. it, but you know, like we see that right there, the fact of the 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 writer of First John, which we believe is the Apostle John, he right. flat out says, "I write all of these so that way you can know right. that you have eternal life." Yep. And then you see in Philippians one, where Paul's talks, saying to the Philippians that yeah. he's going to complete the work which he has started in you, right? So. Uh, right. And so yeah. the, the, the obvious question is the fact of how do you know you're a follower of Jesus or you're a Christian or that you won't lose your salvation? The answer John's, is very simple. Is John said so, Jesus said so, and Paul said so. You're a so. follower of Jesus. Now, there are some problem passages, though, that, that throw some nasty junk, curveball, screwball, change-up, sinkers into the mix. But do they? 
<laughs> but, but, but this is a, I know a struggle patch with some people's because like yeah. you, you hear verses like that where G, oh, no Jesus is gonna you know to the to the day of completion he's who he who started a good work and you go keep on going you can have assurance in your salvation that he who calls you and redeems and elect you will no one can pluck you out of his hand sure but then all of a sudden you read Hebrews six where it says therefore let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ and go to maturity not laying again a foundation of repentance from good works or sorry from dead works re, re, <laughs> repentance from dead works faith in God, teaching about ritual washings, laying on of hands, the resurrection, dead, and eternal life. And we will do eternal this. Eternal judgment. Wow, can I back up and try again? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Hebrews 6, we'll start again in verse 1. It says, therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation, which he said this is the foundation of repentance from dead works, faith in God, teaching about ritual washings, laying out of hands in the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And we'll do this if God permits, for it is impossible to renew a penance with those who were once enlightened, who tasted the heavenly gift, who shared in the Holy Spirit, who tasted God's good word and the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away. This is because to their own harm, they are re-crucifying the Son of God and holding him in contempt. Um, so you might as well read Hebrews 10, 26. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, whew. so they've tasted it. They were enlightened, mm. but they walked away. Mm-hmm. God will hold them in contempt. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 10, 26. This is a big passage. So I just read the whole thing. Go for it. All right. So Hebrews 10, 26 to 39 says this. For if we go deliberate, oh, for if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there is no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire about to consume the adversaries. Anyone who disregards the law of the Moses died without mercy. Based on the testimony of two or three witnesses, how much worse punishment do you think one will deserve who has trampled on the Son of God, who has regarded as profane the blood covenant by which he was sanctified, who has insulted the gift of uh, who insulted the spirit of grace? For we know the one who has said, Vengeance belongs to me, and I will repay. And again, he says, The Lord will judge his people. Mm-hmm. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember the earlier days when after you had been enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings. Sometimes you were probably exposed by to taunts and afflictions. And other times you were, uh, you were companions with those who were treated that way for you sympathized with the prisoners and accepted with joy, the confiscation of your possessions, because you know that you yourselves have a better and enduring possession. So don't throw away your confidence, which has great reward for you need endurance so that after you have done God's will, you may receive what is promised. For uh, yet in a very little while, the coming one will come and not delay, but my right, uh, but my righteous one will live by faith, and if he draws back, I have no pleasure in him. But we are not those who draw back and are destroyed, but those who have faith and are saved. So right there, all of a sudden, it talks about like the fact that if someone's already done all of these things, they've tasted the heavenly gift, they've experienced the goodness of God and and, and the nature of what salvation of that comes, and they walk away. Um, in Mark term, they screwed. Like there's like, in, it, in Mark term it, because literally it says the fact of it's impossible to renew to repentance, and then it says later, you know, it's a terrifying thing to fall into the hand of the living God because if we deliberately go on sitting after receiving the knowledge of truth, mm-hmm. there's nothing for you. So, so what the heck do we do with that? Because I think that's where the scary passages come. This is where we have to look at and do a little exe- exegetical study, right? Okay. Who was this book written to? Uh, the Hebrew people. Why? Um, it's believed to be, some believe Paul, some believe somebody else, but what? I mean, we don't really know for 100%. I don't sure. think it was Paul, to be honest with well, you. Well, I'm just I don't, I don't have an opinion either one way or the other. It does not match a lot of the lang- same language styles of Paul, of the like the Pauline letters, but. Uh, but it's written you know, to the whatever. Hebrew people who were trying to be stuck in the ways of Judaism, right? So it was actually people who. It was Jews who became Christians and then did not like the persecution they were getting. And decided to turn back to Judaism. So they left the faith knowing the truth. They left the Christian faith knowing the truth to go back to to Judaism, which they knew. Yeah, yeah. It says right here, the epistle to the Hebrews is attributed to the incomparable Son of God. And as an encouragement to the author's persecuted fellow believers, the author feared that his Christian readers were wavering in their endurance. Right. 
So uh, these people that were going back, and I think that the author was speaking to, right? Um, why was he saying, uh, like in Hebrews 10, 26, which is a huge pr- problem passage, and, and it's one that I love to bring up when I'm having the discussion of eternal security and can you lose your salvation Okay, to people that are like, oh, yeah, I believe that you can't lose your salvation. I'm like, what do you do with Hebrews 10, 26 then? And they're like, oh, 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 and it is. It's a problem passage, right? Mm-hmm. So what was going on here? They were leaving the faith, but why? Because of persecution, right? Which they knew, Christ said, do, you know, don't worry, you know, they're going to persecute you because they first persecuted me, right? Mm-hmm. So things got hard and they, and they left. So uh, my opinion and many other people that I've read many other authors, I will give you the opinion of us. Uh, we, we go to First um, John 2 and 12 through, or I'm sorry, 15 through. No, you're good. I'm, I'm just reading stuff about Hebrews right now while, while you're processing that out. So First uh, John 2, 15 says, do not love the world or the things in the world, right? So mm-hmm. uh, if anyone loves the world, the, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride in one's possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world with its lust is passing away, but the one who does the will of God remains forever. Children, in the last hour, and as you have heard that Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. By this we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. However, they went out so that it might be made clear that none of them belong to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I have not written to you because you don't know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? If not the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ. This one is the Antichrist, the one who denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son or the Father, uh, no one who denies the Son has the Father. He who confesses the Son has the Father as well. So who was the liar in this passage? Tell me. It says, uh, uh, because you know, uh, you do not, uh, you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth, who is the liar, if not the one who denies Jesus is Christ. What were the people in Hebrews 6 and in Hebrews 10 doing? They were going back to the old covenant. Which was denying Jesus. And the sacrificial system. So and, they're den- and that was who they... Yeah. They're denying Christ, and it says no one who denies the Son has the Father, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is where when we get back into 26, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Why? Because the old covenantal system. Because they have committed the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which is to deny Christ. Oh, so and this is talking repent. about the sacrifice of sins, as in the old covenant. It's talking about just the fact of, right? They're 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 sinning by denying Jesus as the Son of God at this point. Going back to Judaism. Okay, but then how do we handle like going back to Hebrews six, where it talks about the fact of they tasted God's good word in the coming of the age. They shared in the spirit. They so, tasted the heaven. They were once enlightened. They were enlightened. So what was going on in the early church? Uh, they I were mean, seeing a lot of things. prophecy, tongues, uh-huh. healings. Uh-huh. They were tasting in the heavenly gifts. Right. They were there. They were present with it. It's just like Judas Iscariot was present. He was with it. He tasted these things with them, right? Right, because he was in there just He general. was in the 12, right? Right. But he was not one of them. And how do we know he was not one of them? Because Jesus himself says, I have not lost one that you have given to me in the prayer uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane. So had Judas been actually one of them, he would have been lost based on his rejection of Christ and his his uh, uh, betrayal, betrayal of Jesus. Right. So, But then I think there's because it's impossible to renew yes. to repentance. So I think of like yes. my friends who I went to school with and church with and now they're basically like turn around gave you know double like double bird and walked away like like not even quietly like so aggressively what happens what let's go back because it's the same thing that kind of happened back in the day with uh, a little person called pharaoh 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 sees the power of god and yet says what continues to say what no 
Moses goes, let my people go. No, no, no. Which he's denying the father. And so what does it say that God did to Pharaoh's heart? Hardened. Hardened his heart. So this is where it gets really tricky because once your heart is hardened and once God does that hardening, it can't be unhardened, right? This right, is, right, where, but this the, is where it gets so confusing because it's like if God hardened the heart, doesn't he just damn Pharaoh then? You know what I mean? Like or, this, is, this is where the struggle is. Or does he allow the opportunity in his will for Pharaoh to have such a hard heart that their repentance would never happen? And I think some of this has to do more with our understanding of what we can see versus what. Remember, because there's things that my, we don't know. Remember our our the will of God conversation. Oh, of course I do. The playground theory. You had the playground theory, and I said that there I was a there was a perfect will of God and an allowable will of God. Mm-hmm. Perfect will of God in the garden. Adam and Eve would have never sinned. Allowable will of God. God created the circumstances by allowing Satan to come and deceive. Right. right? That's an allowable will. Right. And which came out of what? A choice, right? Mm-hmm. A free will choice. He allowed the circumstances to happen, knowing the heart of Adam and knowing that he would more than likely choose this free will of eating of the apple. Right. But does then but does that open us to us the, the theory of open theism where God doesn't no. know or control the future, but he's no. strong enough to oh, no. he knew, manage it? He knew exactly what was going to happen. Because he formed us, right? He knows our hearts. Who can know our hearts but God, right? Because our hearts mm-hmm. are deceitfully wicked, and who can know it except for God? So God so knows the heart. Follow, don't always follow your heart. Yeah, don't. Feelings, it, gets, it, gets you feeling, messed, it can get you messed up. Feelings Trust will, me. Feelings will lead you astray. Trust me. Trust us. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's an in that allowable circumstance, right? He allows and and creates the. This is how we could say that God did not create sin, but He created the circumstances, knowing that sin would be the result. Okay. Right? He created Satan knowing, because he's all-knowing, that the circumstance would be deception and ultimately disobedience to God, which is sin, right? Mm-hmm. That's what sin is. It's the disobedience of God. So is there ever a time where someone could be following after Jesus, saying they're following after Jesus, they are showing fruit of being a believer, mm. then all of a sudden walk away? Is this them, quote-unquote, and this is where it gets hard, is this... Is is this is and this is where it goes back to the very beginning of last week's conversation of why this conversation even matters because what happens if I walk away or a loved one walks away and then there's the other side where what if there's somebody like you know people that we know where they're like they're still they stay they follow Jesus and they try to do all these Jesus things but everyone looks at them and be like oh heck no like mm-hmm. if you were really a Christian you wouldn't be doing this and saying it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like we all know people like that in our lives. Sure. And so I think there's those two different sides and those two gutters that we can get stuck on and go, so what do we do about this? You right. know? So I want to read, uh, I'm sorry, I was, I'm listening and trying to go to this passage. Yeah, no, no, that, that, both of those been, like, yeah. if people can't tell on YouTube, we're on our, <laughs> we're on our devices, like, cause we're like, yeah. no, 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 counterverse, counterverse, let me follow here. Let me try So here. second, yeah. second Peter one, we're going to start in verse three. Second Peter one, Yep, 2 Peter 1, starting in verse 3. It says, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness mm. through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory mm. and goodness. Living hope, baby. Here we go. By these, He has given us every great and precious promises, mm-hmm. so that through them you may share in the divine nature, escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desire. For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The person who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted and has forgotten the cleansing from his, his past sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. Yep. Because if you do these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for you. So this is where we bring back the sanctification. Okay. Right? Without sanctification, you will not you you're going to lose you're going to lose, right? Because you're not doing what you're you're supposed to be doing, which is all those things that we just discussed, right? 
uh, every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, knowledge, self-control, endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, love, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the things, right? The person who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted and has forgotten the cleansing from his past sins. So does that have anything to do with eternal security in terms of someone could just not be growing in their faith, but they're still part of the elect and in, in, in the church. They're not following in obedience. Okay. Right. Cause if you're following in obedience, you're doing these things. You're pursuing these things mm-hmm. in obedience in that sanctification process. So the lie that most people believe in the church today is I'm going to get saved and God's going to change my heart. Oh, say that again. Say that again. I'm going to get saved and God's going to change my heart. Okay. So what is the truth? And God says, these are the things you should pursue in order for your heart to be changed. I've given you these things. Seek these things. Seek and you will find, right? Knock and the door will be open to you. Seek out these things. Seek my ways Mm -hmm. and your heart will be changed. The renewing of your mind will happen, right? But if you don't pursue God or godliness, then you become blind and you're going to lose, right? You are not really truly part of the elect. Mm. You, you are not guaranteed the eternal salvation because you were not of us. Because those who are of us will seek these things, will find these things, will follow in that calling, and that's there's that. some things that we're just never going to fully understand and right. grasp because, you know, on this side of eternity, we're just a bunch of dumb, dumb humans. So like, Second Peter, I'd encourage everybody to read Second you know, Peter. You know, and, and so and, and with, when it comes to just encouragement in the faith, like that's, that's a really good one, the fact of, you know, n- making your calling and election sure, pursuing after goodness and righteousness, and, right. you know, seeking the fruits of the Spirit and growing in your faith and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pick that's, up your cross and follow me. Right. Renew renew your mind daily. Right. You know, your body's a temple. You're supposed to be a living sacrifice. And just have this rest and assurance. And like what Romans 8, 28 says, where we know that for, for, for those who love God, right, all things work together for good. I'll, I'll keep reading. It says, for those he did foreknow, he also did predestine to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters, and those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he justified, and those he justified, he also glorified. Then skipping to verse 37, it says, No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For Wait, I am, say, say that again. We are more than conquerors. Through who? Through who? Jesus. So he gives us the strength and leads us, right? Yep. And so. then Paul continues, says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing can separate us from God's love that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's why when you read, you know, the passage, not the passage, I'm sorry, when you read the stories of like Martin Luther and you read the stories of a lot of other amazing just, you know, giants in in the faith, a lot of them, Romans was a big turning path, right. passage for them. Now, I will say Martin Luther threw out the book of James because he's like, no, it's too much like the the, the, the Catholic Church that I said see, works. That said works. <laughs> and so he he's, he's like, screw it. Yeah, right. and so, but when you, when you read Romans 8, we see these things. And I'm trying to remember, I, I, I feel like this might have been, there was either this passage or Romans 10. I don't remember which one it was, where all of a sudden he said it was like, I was hit by like a ton of bricks of what the reality of what God's mm-hmm. love meant mm-hmm. for me and that there was nothing I could do to earn it. Um, because, you know, God's love can't be separated from us. The only way we can be separated from God's love is death, not knowing him. And this is where the confusing thing comes with, with salvation, where it's the fact of, okay, so we see that for whom we did foreknow, he also did predestine. And we also see in Ephesians 1 that, you know, there. Um, I want to make sure I don't screw up the passage. I think I put that passage down, didn't I? Ephesians 1 three, four, through 14. Yeah, we read it yeah, last week. Yeah, we read, read that last week where it says, for, uh, Blessed be the God and Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ. For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. So, yes, we are chosen, but yes, we're called to follow Jesus. And the invitation's open to all humanity and how free will plays into determinism. A determinism, the determinism that all things were already predetermined. Mm-hmm. We don't fully know and understand, but we're, we know what we're called and told to do. Right. We just don't know how that's and, supposed to work and play out. And it shouldn't be a fake it till you make it, right? That's like, I cringe every time I hear, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it. And it's like, no, if you're having to fake it, there's something going on in your heart, right? There, there needs to be some time of 
of truth and self-examination to find out why am I not feeling this, right? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? Why am I not motivated and to follow God. And if I'm scared to ask questions, and I, and, and I know we disagree a little bit on this, like I don't think doubt is the is the problem to our faith. It's unexpressed doubt. It's not coming together to reason together or like what you and I do where we study the Bible and we talk about it. Right. We have these I don't think there's a problem to have doubt. It's what you do with doubt. Yeah. It's, That's what I'm saying, like if, unexpressed doubt. Yeah, if you stay in doubt, then there's a problem, right? If you right. don't seek out help with your doubt, then you're going to fake it till you make it, and you're not going to make it according to Scripture. Right, because I always say, and I've always told the teens where it's like follow truth wherever it leads. Right. And, you know, there might be different sides of the fence that we land on when it comes to, you know, denominational beliefs, or you might end Sec up— Secondary issues. Right, like or, or even certain primary ones that some might consider primary, some might not— but what is the core tenets of Orthodox Christianity in landing in in that ballpark? You know, sure. Wow, I got coffee a coffee burp. burp. Sorry, that was that that got I really love it. really stuck. Um, so to end the conversation, I'll I'll land the plane for me, and then I'll let you land the plane for you. All right. right? So um, there is an article that was written by Keith Lindley. He's a, he was was this is back in 2018. So I hope he finishes PhD. <laughs> but he was a PhD candidate down at Dallas Theological Seminary. He's also a pastor in Frisco, Texas, and he wrote this whole article about just about salvation and can you lose your salvation. He primarily looked at the works of Calvin and Luther, actually, which I thought was fascinating. But at the end, you know he answered the question of what can we do when we begin to doubt our salvation? Because mm. that's the whole purpose of this. You begin to doubt your salvation, what should you do? And this is where he actually ended his article. And he said, there's three things that you can do. The first one is don't trust yourself or your works for assurance of salvation. And he says, since mankind is both sinful and guilty before God, measuring your works against the perfect standard of God's law will only lead to doubt, not assurance. So you can't, put your works up to the, the table of, of being justified before God, because your works ain't going to get you there. Not justified, but sanctify. You should correct. But no, yeah, yeah. he's talking about just justification yep. with the fact that right. I it, just want to make that distinction. Yeah, thank you. I like that. <laughs> well, it's the fact of like, you know, but, but good works to God are like filthy sure. rags is right. what, what right. we read in scripture. So it's, it's, it's the purpose of the law is to show us that we're sinners. In so need of a don't savior. trust yourself or your works for your assurance. So basically saying, if you're struggling with your assurance, don't just try to work harder and grind harder. Right. Um, the second one, he says, when you are tempted to doubt your assurance of salvation, turn to Christ in your unity with him. And that comes from Colossians 1 through Colossians 3. If you believe in Christ's death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins, then you are unified with him as his co-heir of all his heavenly inheritance, including eternal life, belongs to you. That's from 1 Corinthians 15, Ephesians 1, and John 3, 16. And then he said, memorize Martin Luther words to his friend Jerome Weller, because he's a big-time Martin Luther fan. He says, "I." this is Martin Luther's quote. It says, I know one who suffered and made satisfaction in my behalf. His name was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Where he is, there I shall be also. And so when Martin Luther was dealing with his own faith and wrestling, he just kept looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of his right. faith. And that was that was the encouragement that he gave to his friend who was struggling with that assurance. He said, focus on Jesus and what he's did. And, and just, just like Hebrews, what the author of Hebrews says is Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, and we have to keep our eyes on him. Right. So those are my final thoughts, my dude. My final thoughts are, remember, if you're looking to yourself for salvation, you're going to fail. There's only one who justifies us, and in justification sanctifies us, and in sanctification glorifies us. And I believe that came from Romans. All right, so so I have another question that <laughs> oh, you finished can't. landing the plane. We're going to take off and land. Because the final question we haven't fully just given our answers on is, can, can you lose your salvation? Go. If you are truly his, no. That's where, I mean, if you're asking that question, I mean, that's my direct answer. No, I don't think you can. If you are truly his, right? And there are, there's the fruit root thing, right? Mm -hmm. You'll see the fruit if you're part of the root. If you're grafted into the vine, there's going to be fruits that come out and of there's it. There's going to be growth. There's going to be pruning. There's going to be discipline. I right. mean, you can't just and, go run a marathon by waking up one day and going and do it. you got to prepare. And, and what's train. part of that? Well, it's part of exactly Second Peter 1, right? We're seeking out what? We're seeking out knowledge, goodness, self-control, endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, love. Those are the things we're seeking out to help us to, to grow our fruit, right? So... Uh, I think it's important to know that through justification, Christ saves us, but there's a sanctification part. And, and who was it? It was, 
Oh, yeah. I think it was R.C. Sproul said, you know, in this in this debate of um, uh, predestined eternal assurance and and conditional assurance, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, we agree on ninety nine percent. We're arguing over one percent, <laughs> and it's a good analogy, right? Because we're talking about a theological standpoint, but really, you'll know whether you're going to make it to heaven or not. Um, based upon your relationship with Jesus Christ, right? Are you daily mm-hmm. walking with him? Are you going to run your race well, as Paul says, and finish well? And we hope we can come along. And, and that's why we say all the time, you know, at least this is something I say is sure. faith journey. I said, I'm right. glad we get to come alongside you in your faith that's journey. That's why they're part of the family. <laughs> RTC family, right? We in this you together. Can't, you can't get rid of family. Now, and I will say this, are there ever times that I doubt my faith and I question and the answer is like, yeah, sometimes I do struggle. It's like, man, I just don't either feel like a Christian or this, but it's the And fact, I would say at those moments, stand on the promises of God's word because God is not a man that he should lie. Mm, and I always think it's not my works that save me, but it's Jesus's work. Exactly. It's Jesus's work. And that's believing his promises. I love it, man. So you ready to do some fun facts and get out of here? Let's do it, my brother. That laugh, homie. That laugh. There it is. If you don't know about salvation, there it is. <laughs> in case you didn't know, that is Janiel and the kids. Yeah, it is. Minus that, minus Shiloh, that bro. That was from season one. That would have been at least two halfway years ago, through. Two years ago, a I lot think. has changed in this show, oh, but fun facts have remained the same. They have. They one have. thing remains. Espresso shot. Your fun, <laughs> your fun facts. Stop never fail. Stop never mowing. Give up. Go inside, make an espresso <laughs> shot. Take it right now. And then go go an Irish pub and apparently get some fries and some curry, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fries and curry. Well, my dude, hopefully the people enjoyed the, the two-part conversation, but we got to end it the way we always end it, my dude. So what is the fun fact for the day? So the fun fact of the day is, did you know the match was invented after the lighter? Wait, really? Yeah, the first match was made in 1826. However, the first cigarette letter was made in 1823, spanning a three-year difference. Really? Yeah, so they were sparking up with a lighter before they were sparking up with a match. So the question is, is why the why the lighter why why, why would someone make a match over the lighter? Like, I mean, I guess if convenience. You're, I mean, if you're trying to do like lighting like lighting something on fire, you don't want to be down there going. Because they were more environmentally. You want to light the match and then toss that sucker in? Because, I mean, they were more, they're more environmentally friendly. Because you don't want to necessarily, like, light a match or, or, like, use a little, like, hand lighter to light a uh, no, light some charcoal. It was actually cheaper to make the match than it was to buy, like, to buy a match than to buy Bro, a Bro, have you lighter, seen those so. mini those mini torches? Dude, those things are Those awesome. are stinking sweet. Where did, where did I see one? Oh, wait. Was was I with you when I saw that? Yes, at Dollar General. At Dollar you were General. like, I got to buy me I'm one I'm like, dude, these. this is awesome. And you're like, no, you don't. I'm like, yes, I do. You, you and did I buy one? No, I did not yeah, buy because one. because Beth would kick his butt. He'd oh. burn something down, So Beth. instead, I have a massive one that I hook up to a propane tank. Yeah, the just, hog burner. I have I one of those, too. I could just burn that mug down. And I'm going to use that at the new house to get rid of all those stupid weeds that the guy never, you know, Good luck. destroyed inside of his driveway. And i got to take care of all that stuff. But Stop. either way, we are not here to talk about Mark's grass or property or Fuller's love for food. No, we're always here for Fuller's love of food. Let's just be honest. Yes, we, love, we are. We love food. We love all things food, and especially best meatloaf. So, but uh, there, there it, is. it is. But just like always, guys, we are so thankful that you guys decided to hang out with us for another week of the almost the, the wrong podcast of Real Talk Christian <laughs> Podcast. Small Church Media Podcast. Man, <laughs> I almost said it because that's how I ended. But either way, we are, th- I, I say that a lot, but we are thrilled. We are thankful that you're hanging out with us. If you are not a part of the Facebook community yet, or even over on Instagram, or just liking the Facebook page in general, make sure you go over there to do that to help help you find some community and just like we talked about have a little encouragement along the way in your faith yeah and don't forget to go check us out on youtube for those of you who are not watching us currently and uh, hit that subscribe button hit that bell notification we're up over 400 subscribers what's up with special content coming every once in a while and you just never know when it's gonna pop up and so hopefully we got on. the audio sync even better. We're, we're working we're on it. We're working guys. on it, guys. We're it working on be, it. It should be better. Now, I so. love it. Well, anything else before we let these beautiful people go? I don't think so. All right, my friend. Well, hey guys, until next time then. Take it easy.